What's poppin' internet? Welcome to another episode of the Synced Up Podcast, the show where we talk to you about news, games, and sandwich a little fun in between. I'm one of your host, Timothy DeRoe, and what? And one? And wonding? And wondering? And winning? What was I about to say? Why did I start with a W? And joining me this week is your boy, Michael Clare. Hello. What's up, Mike? I have seen more sun in the past two days mm-hmm. than a majority of weeks. We was at a football game. Football. And then we went Toss to... Toss in the big skin. We went to Six Flags. It's not a Six Flags. Yeah, it is. I guess it is. It's like it is in Oklahoma. Flag, it's Frontier but City, it's but it's not. Six, it's it is the six, least Six Flags Six Flags exactly in the world. There's no flags. Literally, exactly. do they even have them up front? I don't think so. That's like a staple. Their branding is just Six Flags, but there's no Six. There's not. They just toss six it on flags. There. Yeah, I hate it. It's just owned by Six Flags, and nothing's different. Kind of like how Kmart is owned worse. by Target. That's so confusing. But all the Target stores in Australia are closing, and they're changing to Kmart's. Maybe or something. Everything gets a return, you know. Yeah, like. Is it Kmart's? Do we? Yeah. I want to get catalogs. Is it Universe in the mail, Healing? Yeah. And all, I do. Yeah, dude. I hate doing catalogs, bro. No. Old people okay, get so here. many fucking catalogs in the mail. This is video game related. You know, during Black Friday, they would send the giant yes. Target, GameStop, Walmart ads. Yeah, those are classic. I remember going I through hate, and I, circling. Black Friday is the worst. Circling the things. Like when you were a kid? Features. Yeah. Because well, yeah. I couldn't go. My exactly. parents wouldn't take me. So they'd be like, circle what you want. And I never it got never anything. worked out. Yeah. No. <laughs> I never got anything that I circled. Maybe like one thing. No, it was never. It, it was just, I had never got a single thing that I fucking circled. Bro. Damn, why'd they even have you do it? It's the illusion of choice. But it was really fun. Oh, parents, there was a lot of stuff. Of Bring that. it back. Uh, <laughs> okay. It? Let's talk about right, the PlayStation <laughs> Showcase and a billionaire company lawsuit. Billionaire companies, multiple of multiple them, of them. lawsuiting each other. Suits. The rich versus the they rich. They have suits and they're doing law. Which rich company are you on? Winning the side four of on the thing. Rooting. Exactly. But if you enjoy this fucking show, <laughs> you should consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash synced up podcast. Is it just no? Patreon. It's just synced up. Slash synced up. It says it's it right synced here. Up. It, you have yeah, to but know. see, like, are you trying to do the housekeeping without looking, you know? I'm synced up, bro. Patreon.com slash synced up, where for $1 you can get access to our lovely Discord, or for $5 you can get access to the post shows of both of our shows and many more goodies, all from YouTube.com slash synced up podcast and podcasting services around the, the globe. globe. Are you cool with my idea? Is what? that Do we make that a Patreon goal? What? Or do we keep that under wraps? The glo- What? What I talked about earlier. Literally five minutes ago. It's gone, bro. What? The stick... The art of the stick? No, that's that shit. No, no, we're not gonna do it. No, okay. no, not at all. New episodes of this show go up Mondays. All those feeds Mondays, seven a.m. Central Time, Time Zone. Zone gang. gang, you were too fast. You almost left me behind. I know, I did. I, I gotta go speed. You know, you, you can write into the show to syncedupod at gmail or the reader mail submissions tab of the Discord with any questions, comments, or concerns, and we may read those on the show. You should also consider following. I forget the G. Following us on Twitter. You know, it's a that's a thing. Following like us. it's a that's fine. It's a show you that don't we're need doing. The G. Yeah, following us on, following us on, following us on, following us on on Twitter at Sync the Pod to keep up to date with all of our content from across the board. That's true. Also, yeah, that's it. That's actually there's no more housekeeping. None. No, now it's time to talk about the PlayStation Showcase though, because <gasps> this Thursday was E3. Felt like PlayStation for you. Showcase. Yeah. Oh, for PlayStation wise, yeah. PlayStation bro. PlayStation it's Showcase. This is everything announced by Sam Loveridge and Leon Hurley at Games Radar. Thank you. After an absolutely jam packed 40 minutes, it turns out the PlayStation Showcase was absolutely worth the wait. We got new games, big updates for PS5 titles, and a handful of release dates that all culminated in an event that set the gaming industry alight. Here's everything announced at the PlayStation Showcase. We kicked her off with Knights of the Old Republic Remake. The rumors were true, with the PlayStation Showcase starting out with the reveal of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic Remake from developer Aspir. The tri- oh, burp, wow. Sorry. I feel like you haven't done that in a minute. It's been a while. 
Uh, the trailer didn't show off actual gameplay, but instead, Darth Raven walks slowly towards us out of the darkness. No word on a release date, but it's coming exclusively to PS5 and PC. You're going to get in? Yeah. Okay. I never played the original. I, I didn't either. Is that because we're of an age past that time? I think. I okay. think just what age we were and our parents not, you know. My parents didn't play that game. And we weren't, like, in tune with the shit. My dad played Gran Torino. Exactly. Exactly. But this was a good opener. Really mm-hmm. nice. Uh, I'll, I'll go back and play this. Crazy that they said, you know, coming to PC as well. They just pop, they pop that off the Drop front. That's pretty nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then there's Project Eve. There's a big bayonetta field of Project Eve's incredibly, incredible looking, shiny feature, future apocalypse. It's a game full of massive weapons and even bigger combos and moves as you battle whore, a horror show of monsters. It's all tentacles and openings with skittering, sk- skittering eldritch. I go, man, fucking, man, skittering signs. You know, um, eldritch? uh. Who's the guy, dude? Who? The guy that did the... Give me a hint. The author? George R. R. Martin. No, dude. The, the, the horror one. guy. Uh, Lovecraftian. Yeah. Lovecraft. Yeah, him and all this uh, weird shit, man. That's what that is. Eldritch? Yeah. I'm not about Eldritch. Yeah. Nah, maybe I am. Lovecrafting. It's all tentacles and openings and skittering Eldritch. Things monstrous... Hulk, th- <laughs> things and monstrous hulking demons as you fight back in a fast... In, in a fast... Back okay, dude. Games right are no, no. It's a good sentence. As you fight back in a fast back and forth, the blows, parries, and dodges. Yeah, You're sure. Losing your touch. Don't, don't put in the back. I'm coming back. for your man. We don't need no backs. Double backs. Double backs. We need to double back on this fucking article and retype it. Damn. Well, you didn't. You this game looked alright though. I thought it was a. Uh, I thought it was like some weird uh, near. Near. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. I thought it was like because there was like a girl like fighting and then she had like a little floaty gun. Mm. I was like, oh, there's near. And then Mike, uh, not Mike, a chance was like. Bro, it's not near. It's not I was near. like, oh, it's near. It's just weird. But no, it's not near. It's a thing called Project Eve. Okay. Which is Sounds weird. pretty near. Cool, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. We got a look at the first gameplay footage for Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, and it's positively oozing with Tiny Tina's sass. The Dragon Lord has returned, and now it's up to TT and Co. to take them down. It had a very what if Borderlands was D&D feel with characters wielding a gun in one hand and magic in the other. It also featured skeletons, pirates, shark monsters, and other beasties, and also delivered us a confirmed March 25th, 2022 release date. Did you want? Did you see this? No, I didn't actually see. Look, really cool, man. So when y'all were saying, were y'all talking about this when y'all were talking about like the oh this actually looks good or something? There was something about it where I was like, it sounded like you were describing Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Um, people were actually excited about it in the Discord, and so I couldn't I, tell. I don't know. Uh, well, I thought it looked it looked okay. I mean, it looks like Borderlands, but like there's spells and shit. Because the whole thing was like, uh, I think you were saying it, maybe Spencer was saying it as well that it looks so much just like that, the the um. The DLC or the, I mean, yeah, it does. It, to? It, it, it does, but it, I don't know. It looks, it looks. Are we weird. keeping that There's, same? I don't thing? know. It looks weird because it's like all fantasy. Obviously, there's like a ton of magic and shit. Like they were mm-hmm. casting spells. Like they were shooting fireballs out of their hands. Mm-hmm. They were doing weird shit like that. But of course, tons of guns and explosions. Mm-hmm. Everyone was decked out in like wizard gear and shit. Um, I don't like. You didn't get to see any class or anything. Uh, there was like a world where everything was big and you were little, which looked cool. Okay. And then there was like a weird overworld where you were like little chibi, ver- like you know, like the Final Fantasy VII original game overworld where you're walking around to like the towns and shit. Yeah. You're where you're, like just like the classic JRPG overworld. Mm-hmm. It was like that, and you were like little chibi characters running around on this world. Was it more supposed rolling to be like D twenty? Yeah, yeah, it's like it was, actual D twenty. It was weird, of. but it didn't okay. show exactly what that was. If that was a mini game, if that was the main crux of the game, or what the fuck that was. But I don't know. It looked cool though. Okay. 
Then we got to see more of Forspoken, previously Project Athia. Although the trailer was almost overshadowed by a glorious, uh, by the glorious cat at the beginning, we also got a fantastic look at the gameplay you should expect in Forspoken. Our heroine goes from a commute on a bus to discovering a portal that warps her to a majestic castle. Before she knows it, she's got a giant golden cuff talking to her. Magic powers are suddenly gifted to her from a powerful leap, grapple-style movement, and more. It's also it's all go in Forsaken. It's coming in spring 2022. So we got to see more of Forsaken. It looked really nice. Of course, that movement looking really crisp running around doing stuff got to see more of like the actual combat and gameplay and some of like the the narrative is there was like some dialogue showed her like having a normal life and then getting yeah like getting sucked into a portal while she found her cat yeah then popped up and being like what the fuck and then seeing like the dragon and stuff and being really confused but then yeah she has like a little arm thing that's like hey dude i'm here we, we're, we're vibing oh it's an actual cuff yeah, I thought cuff. that was a weird descriptor word I hadn't no, seen it's before. A, it's a cuff. Okay. Cool. And she like talks to people and they're like, oh, you got to save the land and shit. It's, okay. Seems really cool. cool. Just a girl getting sucked into a magic world, doing some shit. It's a isekai? Yeah. What no. they call it? Is that what they call it? Yeah. Oh, I don't well, know. That's, I, like sword art? Oh. Or uh, there's a bunch of... Th- I don't know, bro. I'm not. I don't know. I, I was trying to flex some anime <laughs> knowledge. Yeah, I don't know. know. It looks cool though, and the movement looks really nice. I'm a goof. Uh, then Rainbow Six Extraction, a fresh trailer for Rainbow Six Extraction, dropped as part of the PlayStation Showcase, blending gameplay with an exploration of some of the story elements of the game. We got to look at a variety of creatures, a look at the titular extraction mechanic, and some of the returning Rainbow Six tactics like barricades and other gadgets. So that was really nice. Got to see more of that. Mm-hmm. Then Alan Wake Remastered, another first look at gameplay came in the form of the upcoming Alan Wake Remaster. This is the first time the game has even been released on PlayStation, so it was a powerful showcase. Enhanced graphics will no doubt make everything even more creepy in Bright Falls, but thankfully you'll have your trusty flashlight to help you weaken enemies as you try and save your wife, Alice. We also got confirmation that the remaster is dropping on October 5th, narrowing it down from the original fall release date window revealed only in the last few weeks. So that was exciting. Mm. Coming out real, real soon. I tried playing the original Alan Wake, but I couldn't get into it. So it was a game I missed. Yeah, me too. I yeah, missed it. I don't know. Got to see more GTA 5. We got to look at the G- at GTA 5 again with its latest PS5 remake, promising improved graphics and enhanced gameplay and seamless character switching, which can only assume will be even faster with that PS5 SSD loading times. It's also it'll also bring with it a PS5 version of GTA Online when it arrives in March of 2022. So this yeah got delayed to March of next year. Are we re- almost at 10 years of GTA 5 trailers? Uh, GTA 5 came out eight years ago, 2013. But the first trailer would have been in, like, 2012? No, because it got delayed multiple times. So, so it might have been even more than 10 we, years. We might be past 10 years of yeah, GTA 5. Yeah, because GTA 5 notoriously got delayed, like, six months, eight months, I was definitely months. not in the game at that time. I was, because I pre-ordered GTA 5 as soon as they announced it, and then remember being, like, going to Walmart, because that was before, like, things, and then going to Walmart and being like, oh, fuck, GTA is out. I remember pre-ordering this. So fucking long ago, just mm-hmm. forgot about it, and I had like five bucks at Walmart, and they were like, "Hey, you got this pre-order? You know this game's out, right?" And I was like, "Oh shit, give me it!" Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even know, so that was like a thing. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. It's hard to get a read on exactly what Ghostwire Tokyo is. It looks great, but appears to be a strange mix of fast-person shooter. Uh, fast? Gee, just skipping skip words. words. Just skipping words. Fast first-person shooter action with Japanese folklore and ghosts that sees you battling an unpleasant range of Slenderman enemies, creepy ghost nuns and school children, and yokai. Why would we put an and there? Creepy ghost nuns and school children and yokai-inspired monsters, bro. We're going to Oxford we comma. One. We need only one and. Yeah. We don't need another and. Come well, on, I games right on. Imagine. They're, they're writing this down as the trailer goes. And they're like, okay, Slenderman enemies, comma, creepy ghost nuns, comma, and school children. And you think that's the end. 
And then you see some weird. And you're like, oh man. And yeah. Okay. okay fair enough. Yep. There are also a few brief glimpses of what will appear to be more traditional horror moments that suggest a crazy mix of scary shooter action. Yeah, this this was really weird. It gave me different vibes than what I originally thought Ghostwire Tokyo was going to be. I thought it was going to be different and more horror focused, but there was like weird shit. So is it very shooter focused based off this? Well, story? it's not guns. You're shooting like magic, but it's yeah. It seems that way. I thought it was going to be more like stay I, away from the baddies. Yeah, me too. Which sucks. Um, Cause I'm, yeah. not, I'm not into that. I don't know. It looks weird, though. But we'll have to see. The okay. game remains to be seen. See more of Guardians of the Galaxy. While the latest reveal of Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy showed more of the Universal Church of Truth as the main enemies testing Peter and the gang, the biggest thing snuck in was a space combat reveal. Mm-hmm. A brief clip showed what looked like the Milano barrel rolling through space, dodging bullets, and firing back at incoming ships. It also looks like Cosmo the dog will be playing a bigger part than just the cameo while helping the Guardians out. You can t- take to space and see what else the game has to offer when it arrives on October 26th. So more, uh, more showing of that. Of course, this game looks like it's gonna be swimming in sevens, but I'll, I'll enjoy it. I'll, I'll be swimming it. with it. Me too. Blood Hunt. Sony revealed the Vampire Masquerade Battle Royale will be coming to PS5 later this year. While the gameplay showed the same prog-based rooftop shootouts currently in the PC Early Access Alpha, it also revealed a more streamlined menu as you flip between playable characters. There are six classes to choose from, spread across the three clans, the Brutish Bruja, support-styled uh, Toreador, and Stealthy Nosferatu. Nosferatu. I thought this looked kind of cool. I thought it was like a hero shooter. I didn't realize it was just the Battle Royale mode of Vampire Masquerade, which kind of makes me not want to play it as much. But... When I first seen it, I was like, oh, this kind of looks cool. Okay, so um, I'm ignorant. Was Vampire Masquerade a game that's just been constantly getting releases and I just nah. never paid attention? Or did it's, it just get like a revival? It's a, it's a revival. It's an old like cult. 15 years? Yeah, that's okay. what it is. It's okay. an old cult okay. classic getting revived. Cool. Seen more of Deathloop. For some fucking reason. I think at this stage we have as many questions as Colt for Deathloop. Ahead of its September 14th release date next week, we got one final look at Arkin's Deathloop. Dude. Then we assume final trailer for the game starts out with a propaganda-like video for the Aeon Company, although featuring lots and lots of murder and explaining that it's an endless party that you can never leave. This was followed by narration from Colt, showcasing the visual prompts you'll see as you move around the world that will give you clues as to what is going on. Do not need to see more of Deathloop, man. They, you sure? Yeah. They've seen that game so many times. comes out in two days, which is odd. I guess a Tuesday. Are you skipping or are you playing? I'm skipping. I mean, it's okay. 70 bucks. I don't got a ton of cash right now. I'm getting back into Magic. And I got Keenan coming out. And there's like, October's going to be busting with games. For 70 bucks, like, I'm just, I think I'm just going to pick it up later. Okay. Uh, or if it comes to Xbox. I mean, Black Friday is literally like, mm, right around the corner. Away, it'll probably yeah. be then there was this weird thing. Kid Amnesia. Epic Games and Band Radiohead are partnering up for an interactive experience called Kid Amnesia. It's not entirely clear what exactly it'll be like to experience, but it's described as an upside-down digital analog universe created from original artwork and recordings to commemorate 21 years of Radiohead's Kid A and Amnesiac. It's coming to PS5 in November 2021. So it was weird. Uh, this was like all a weird those words you used to Jeff just tell me, no, I have no idea. I think it's just an art piece thing. Cool. Just like, hey, go in here and like do some weird, like kind of interact and listen mm-hmm. to this album thing. I don't know. Did then we, we seen Chia. Well, hold on. Okay. Well, holding on. So was it Weezer that did stuff in Fortnite? No, that was also Radiohead. No, it was Weezer. It was Weezer. Radiohead worked with Jeff Keighley. And okay. Did stuff with well, I'm, well, because that was a whole like musical experience where you like went around. Yeah. And so I, maybe, maybe it's like something like that. Yeah, because it's Epic Games. So I assume it's probably they're expanding on that idea. Yeah, but it looked, Radiohead. it didn't look like it was a situation. Uh, 
associated with Fortnite at all. So no, but I'm just saying it's probably. I assume you have some of the same team members that worked on that project working on this. Yeah, because it's very similar in nature. Then we seen Chia. One of the cutest reveals of the PlayStation Showcase was Chia, a brand new open world adventure. You'll be able to explore a tropical archipelago on your boat, but also use your ability to possess animals and use them to solve puzzles. You'll have a few other things in your arsenal, including a parachute, all of which you'll need as you explore and engage in combat against various monsters. I thought this was really cool. Cell shaded weird ass indie game that was about like New Catacadonia or Catagonia or some country. Mm-hmm. For this game, I don't know who they got dirt on or how much cash they just spent on this, but for this game to be surrounded by the juggernauts and just be slotted in here as like we're around Deathloop, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ghostwire Tokyo, fucking Alan Wake, and then upcoming these upcoming Spider-Man, God of War, Gran Turismo, Wolverine. Yeah, because everything's just banger after that. And so. this was just like one weird little indie game that came out of nowhere that I was like, wow, congratulations. Good for you. For making it to the final cut. Like, you <laughs> made it to the big boys club, and that's good. I'm glad that you guys got that. And that game looks cool. Okay. Uncharted's, Uncharted cool. Legacy of Thieves Collection. Not quite the complete Uncharted collection we were expecting, but the Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection is incoming uh, to PS5 and PC in early 2022. It packages up Uncharted 4 The Thief's End and spinoff Uncharted 4 the, or Uncharted The Lost Legacy with remastered graphics for Sony's latest console. Mm, I see they took the thieves from Uncharted 4 and Legacy. Yeah, exactly. The spinoff. Put yep. together. Then we've seen what I thought was one of the most exciting reveals of the show, Marvel's Wolverine. The first Insomniac Games reveal of the night, yes, there's more, was a brand new Wolverine game. Although it was just a short teaser showcasing Wolverine sat at the bar in the aftermath of Cry to Brawl, as one final fighter attempts to regain composure for another round, we see Wolverine's claws burst forth. There's no look at Wolverine's face or even a whiff of a release date, but it is a PS5 exclusive. This looks so cool. Gets me real excited. Apparently, another... Single player experience, narrative experience. That's what Marvel, they've said. So um, curious to see what they do because from the tr- teaser it looked really gritty, and so I'm you curious. Think it's the old man Logan type thing. I don't know, but I think it's. This is the thing that's been the discussion online of like, you know, Spider Man is very like quick, fast, combat. With Wolverine, harder, it needs hit, to be like hitting, it needs to yes, it needs for Wolverine, you especially need, with this this with Wolverine in general for for it to be good. I think I mean Insomniac can do it and make it good, but for Wolverine in general and based on the tone of this trailer, I feel like it's gonna be like more like Last of Us two, but Wolverine. I'm in. I mean, me too. Um, I'm interested for haptic feedback on this one. Yeah, I guess that's gonna be nice because like. Am I gonna feel myself tearing claws through <laughs> through homies? bodies? Like, because yeah. obviously it's it was really good in Ratchet and Clank. Yep, it was. I don't remember it as much in Morales, but I know it was good. Yeah, and Astros, um, Astros, Astros are good. I'm curious how it's gonna enhance the uh, the game. I don't yeah. know. I'm really excited for it. Me too. Um, Insomniac, I, the 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 studio that never sleeps. Yeah. I think this is my favorite reveal from them. Yeah, yeah, me too. Then we see in Gran Turismo 7. We finally have a vague release date for Gran Turismo 7, and it's March 2022. The lengthy trailer showcased a strong selection of impeccably shiny cars that that we swear you could see your face in even through the TV. Tracks included picturesque mountainside affairs along with cities and some lovely car pans and garages. We also got a great look at races in action alongside the customization options in some of the map. According to PlayStation Studios head Herman Hulse, the title will pull elements from the entire franchise, so you should so should be quite the celebration for long-serving fans. Okay, no bias here. Um, how does it compare to Forza? 
I've never played Gran Turismo well, except I mean, in like, like demos, but just Gran, trailers Gran Turismo is more like a serious game. Well, yeah. And 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 I like Forza Horizon. Where I you don't like, like Forza Motorsport. I know, but I'm talking like visually because that's like I think visually it looks better on like the cars and stuff, but the environments are like more stale and okay. they're because it's more of a sporty game. Yeah. It's, Whereas Forza is like a, let's stuff. get in here and let's fucking run over pinatas and fly over volcanoes. Yeah. In a fuck in 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 some crazy ass vehicles. Okay. So I don't know, but it, I mean it looked good. Spider Man Two. There are many layers to Spider Man Two's first trailer. It shows the game will see both Peter and Miles teaming up to fight crime. But more importantly, it finally confirmed Venom will be in the game after his credit tease in the original game. Perhaps more interestingly, he might be playable and join up the more heroic Spider duo. That's complete editorializing. I don't know where the fuck they got that information. The Russian voiceover in the trailer talks to, of finding some someone. How could Someone who typo. Someone who could beat me and has Craven the Hunter written all over it. It is actually Craven the Hunter. Is he hunting spider people for sport, forcing all webheads, good and evil, to team up? We'll find out when the game arrives in 2023. Um, yeah, so it is Craven the Hunter and like talking mm-hmm. in the shadows, and that is Venom there. Um, I don't know. I don't know why they think you're gonna team up with Venom. So the the quote. There, I guess you could. Is someone who could beat me? Yeah, it's Craven, and he's like, "I'm trying to find someone who could beat me." Maybe, and finally, well, maybe I they're have. assuming that because like he's, well, he says that, and then it cuts to Venom. Yeah, so they're assuming maybe Venom has to help defeat Craven, or Craven just becomes Venom. But that doesn't really correlate with the lines, though. I don't know. I don't know. That's just a teaser. But I don't I, think. I don't think. I don't know. Maybe it's complete speculation. Okay. I'm, the only thing that's confirmed though is it's not co-op. I'm. I'm not a Spidey head. Is Craven just that big of a villain that people are like? That's a chance question, bro. I got. Oh my God. I got. Nothing well, because to me, it's like he's just dude. He just seems like a dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, like Spider-Man Venom villains is like, like way more like. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely for me. I mean, this this trailer was hype. I was shocked to see it. Oh yeah, it was cool. We just released Miles Morales. We just released Ratchet and Clank. We just announced. Wolverine, and then we also announced Spider-Man. 2023 and Wolverine's what? No Nothing. Date. Okay, so, so probably 2024, 2025. Because okay. Wolverine was like a really vague teaser. And Spider-Man got an actual date. So I yeah, assume I Wolverine is after Spider-Man. Damn, bro. Insomniac, Insomniac, the studio that never sleeps, bro. Putting um, Xbox fanboys uh, to, in a... In a Love Insomniac. So, so good. Then finally, to close her out, God of War Ragnarok. Ragnarok is finally coming. As Sony eventually gives in and admits that what the God of War sequel is called, God of War Ragnarok. There's a lot to unpack from the reveal with Atreus getting antsy he's not out there doing God stuff while Freya's on the warpath attacking Kratos on his dog sled. Oh, there are dog sleds too now. See, I told you there was a lot. We also get to finally meet Tyr, ending the fan theory that he would somehow be Kratos because of time travel stuff. Tyr the Norse God of War. Mm. A new character was also introduced, a small girl about the same age as Atreus, who Sony revealed as one of the last giants. That's Ingerboda is her name. I, whoa. Um, on top of all... That's, that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> on top of all that, there are new monsters and what looks like a new merchant along the lines of Sindri and Brock with a pet squid, because why not? I like squids. So Ingerboda yeah. is... You learned how to say it. You you heard someone else say it, you practiced saying it. And no, I seen it and I was curious on how you say it. And okay. then I looked up a Norse guy on YouTube and I was like, how do you pronounce all these names? And I knew it. Yeah, bro. so... It's yeah. too clean. So Ingerboda. And she, she is Loki's wife in... Norse mythology. She gives Does birth. Does she birth Fenry? 
Yes, she okay. she is the mother of fin- Finrir or whatever. I couldn't pronounce that one. It was way harder. Um, and then she's also the mother of the world serpent that cause is one of the causes of Ragnarok. The world serpent does like some weird time travel shit. That's how he's able to exist before his mom was born. Um, and Atreus and her are the same age. So eventually he they should like have like a thing because in Norse mythology. But also there's a, there's this God of War video called Untangling God of War, which you should watch. It's by um, Good Blood on YouTube. Incredible video. They explain in the video the the reason why Sony Santa Monica is god tier at writing um, when it comes to this this God of War shit because the way they take creative liberties with Norse mythology while also like making it just perfect by there's certain things that happen in Norse mythology, right? But the thing is with Norse mythology is Loki causes all of it. Like for the majority of the things that happen in Norse mythology, Loki is up to it, right? Yeah. And so in God of War, spoilers for the very, very end of the first God of War. So skip 15 seconds. In God of War, Atreus is Loki. It's revealed at the end of the game that he is Loki, right? And so like the, but none of the events that happen in Norse mythology have happened yet in God of War because of like Loki's like little, he's not like a thing. And so it's like this weird thing. And so there's all this weird stuff where, you know, there's a, these they rewrite all of the stories, but they don't at the same time because they implement this him being like Loki at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's like a weird thing. But they they do it masterfully and incredibly well. So I'm extremely confident that whatever the, like everyone's like, how is that possible? Like, uh, it's I'm extremely confident that that they will write it in in such a way where it's like, oh wow, that's beautiful. So, okay. um, but yeah, she she is in her his wife in the in the. In the mythology, and she is the one who gives birth to the wolf of the apocalypse, Fenrir, who causes Ragnarok in the Norse mythology. So we'll see, we'll see what happens there. Okay. Um, but got to see some really cool stuff. Of course, Tyr found out he's still alive, um, getting revealed, sewing him the Norse god of war, extremely tall guy. Um, seen Freya turn from like a uh, uh, did you watch the trailer? No. So we seen Freya turn from like a hawk boats. into like a person, and she came down and was like trying to attack Kratos, um, and he's on a dog sled, uh, sledding around on the snow. Um, got to see Thor. I've seen pictures. So cool. The reveal, because he, like, walks up, and you see, like, this person, and Kratos is, like, holding the trace back here, and he has the axe. And then um, uh, Thor, like, it does, like, the old Western thing where he, like, pushes the cape out of the way, and he holds his hand over his hammer, and it starts lightning, and he's like, are you a cool, and or is he, are you a calm and collected individual? And okay. Like, <laughs> it's, like, so good. I, I got a God of War question for you. Yeah. Real quick. Why why they all after Kratos? They're after Kratos because Kratos murdered... um. Kratos murdered both of Thor's brothers, and Kratos murdered. Did you not play the first God of War? No. Oh, and then Kratos also murdered um, Freya's son, who's uh, starts with a B. So, but but so he did that. Balder, thank you. Nice. The did the gods just suck, and Kratos is here to fix that? No, Kratos is he's given up on his shit or whatever. He he packs away the blades. He takes the chains off or whatever. But that was like the original thing. Right? Huh? The gods just sucked and Kratos was like... Bah, bah, bah. Back well, in the day. no. In the, back in the day, Kratos wanted to become like super ultra powerful and he's like this ultra powerful warrior. And he was he tricked by the gods to murder his family. Mm. And that's the reason he has the white and the red. The white is like permanent on him as a payment for his sins and the red is permanent on him for having murdered his family. And so he, he was tricked by the gods. And so he rages against the gods when Athena tells him you were tricked by the gods. 
And then so he kills all the gods. He he brings the Titans back, and he's like, fuck the gods. I'm killing them all. So he kills all the gods, and then he finds out that Athena actually was one of the first people to, like, trick him. So he murders the entire Greek pantheon, mm-hmm. and then he leaves. And then in this game, it's basically, in the first game, the premise is he's given it up. He's had a kid, and he had a wife, and he's given up the stuff. The wife dies, but she tells him, like, you need to do this last, one last thing for me, right? And so he's taking his son on a journey to spread her ashes in Jotunheim, which is the land of the giants, because yeah. his mom was a giant, right? And in Norse mythology, all the giants are dead, but they're also persecuted, like they're persecuted. And so he needs to get to this place, but on the way to the place, shit happens, and he gets pissed off, right? And there's people that are trying to stop him from getting there because his son is a giant, and his son is Loki, right? So they're trying to stop him from getting there. So he ends up trying to fight Balder in Norse mythology. Balder cannot die. So... Balder can't die unless he's hurt by some sort of thing. It's it's like, I don't know, mistletoe, some shit. Like okay. so, like some sort of, a very specific thing. Yeah. But Balder doesn't like it. He's always trying to find someone to kill him because he can't feel, he can't taste anything. He can't smell it. Like he can't do anything. There's nothing yeah. that can touch him. So he can't really like interact with it. Like he can interact with stuff, but he can't like feel things. And so he's pissed about it and he doesn't like it. Um, and so he can't die, but he knows that you killed the entire Greek pantheon. So he's always trying to fight you and stop you from doing that. And so you guys end up going to kill him, which Freya is his mom. So she tries to stop you and the, the, the gate to Jotunheim gets destroyed. So you got to figure out how to get there. Like there's a lot of shit like that. Okay. But in the process, you end up murdering Thor. Well, Atreus murders Thor's brothers because Atreus finds out he's a god. And he's like, I'm a fucking god. And so he kills him. Have you met Odin? No. Okay. No. And in this one, they talk about how like they, they talk about maybe finding him. Like oh, like in the trailer, they're like, oh, we should find Odin. It's like a whole thing. But okay. there's no meeting Odin. You you meet Thor, you meet Balder, you meet Freya. Um, Loki's the kid, obviously. Uh, you meet the World Serpent. Um, you meet like a few people. There's like there's like a lot of iconic people. But in this game, in this new game, to stop going on tangent about God of War. Sorry. Um, in this new game, all the realms are there because in the first one you could only go to four of the realms out of the nine. Yeah. In this one, all nine realms are in, so you can go to all nine. Does Earth count as a realm? Yeah, Midgard. Oh, yeah. Um, cool. Could you go to it before? No. Um, you could go to Hell. You could go to Jotunheim, the land of the giants. You could go to... Um, Asgard? There's no Asgard. There's uh, Elfheim, and then there was one other one that I can't remember. Um, uh, but, yeah, no Midgard wasn't there. But okay. Midgard's there in this one. So all the realms are there. This one's set, like, multiple years after the first game because Atreus is now, like, a teenager now. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the shtick is they find out that Ragnarok is coming or something, and they try to stop it. And Atreus, classic, having this thing where he's a god, and he's like, look, you waged war on the Greek gods. Let's just wage war on the Norse gods. And then Kratos is like, no, dude. You can't do that. Yeah, because Kratos is now a dad. And then there's the line where he's like, stop trying to be a dad and be a god or whatever. And so it's like a whole thing. And I'm like, oh, this shit's going to be good. So good. Because the first game was just great. So Kratos, he is he not popping off like he was before? No, he's giving it up. It's more like a he's defensive just, kind of. He's just trying to teach the kid man, and live his that's live his life in the Walking past. Dead. No, dude, it's I so could good. just tie. It's a Rick and Carl experience, bro. <laughs> dude, that's a t- tomorrow podcast Sorry. thing. Anyway, that's it for the uh, Sony showcase. All that's, in all, thought it was good. really good. That's really good. Yeah, that, that was, was really a good. Good recap. Yeah, it was a spectacular uh, showcase. A lot of stuff to get excited about there. Bangers, I mean, the- surprises, all of it was there. I think it's one of the most. I think it's probably the best showcase we've seen this year. Uh, yeah. Just in terms of, like, pacing, structure, surprises, who, big hitters. Who would have guessed the people eating the most this year? Marvel fans. Yeah, definitely. On God, Crazy. Three, After three Avengers Marvel, last no, year? Four, 
four Marvel games that we're waiting for right now. Yeah. Spider-Man, Wait. Wolverine, Guardians, um, Midnight Suns. Yeah, yeah. Am I, for, I might no. be forgetting one. No, I think that's it. But I that's think that's like, it. That's a banging list. Yeah, for, for a while there, it was like Ultimate Alliance 3. Nice. Avengers. And was like mid. <laughs> Avengers. Avengers. Oh, yeah. mid. Yeah. But then, you know, Spider-Man. Spider-Man's been doing good. It's the Batman I'm, effect, bro. Yeah, just make good game. Yep, just make a game. And it's good. But now let's talk about mobile games. Apple can no longer force developers to use in-app purchasing judge rules and Epic Games case. This is by Kiff Looswing at CNBC. Apple's lucrative app store business received a major blow Friday thanks to a federal judge's decision with the company's legal battle with Epic, Ga- Epic Games. Judge Yvonne Gonzalez-Rogers handed down the decision in the closely watched trial and issued an injunction that said Apple will no longer be allowed to prohibit developers from providing links to or other communications that direct users away from Apple in-app purchasing. Apple, Apple typically takes a 15-30% to 30% cut of gross sales. The injunction addresses, addresses a long-standing developer complaint that raises the possibility that developers could direct their users to their website to subscribe to or purchase digital content, hurting Apple's App Store sales, which grossed an estimated $64 billion in 2020. That's a lot. What's a lot of money? Apple stock dropped more than 3% in the trading on Friday. The decision concludes the first part of the battle between the two companies over Apple's App Store policies and whether they still or they stifle competition. Apple won nine on nine of ten counts but was found to engage in anti-competitive conduct under California law and will be forced to change its App Store policies and loosen its grip over in-app purchases. The injunction will come into effect in December. Quote, the, count, the court concludes that Apple's anti-steering provisions hide critical information from consumers and illegally stifle consumer choice, Rogers wrote. When coupled with Apple's in, in incipient antitrust violations, these anti-steering provisions are anti-competitive and a, nationwide, and a nationwide remedy to eliminate those provisions is warranted. However, Rogers said Apple was not a monopolist and success is not illegal. Quote, given the trial record, the court cannot ultimately conclude that Apple is a monopolist un- under uh, either federal or state antitrust laws, Rogers wrote. Okay, so the nine that Apple won, were those mostly on punishing Epic for what they did do? Yeah, because okay. like Epic has to pay like 30% of the $12 million. That's what That's what I figured it was. Like I didn't expect them to win on those. The most major one, Epic, got yeah, to secure the, the bag for everybody. Secure the bag for fucking everybody. So $64 billion off of them doing nothing. Ooh. I mean, they provide, obviously... An interface, but and, no, and, nothing. And stuff there, but King, just off of other people. King can come in on Candy Crush, mm-hmm. on fucking smash it on whatever they make. And now, when you click the link, direct you to Safari to purchase a cheaper in-app purchase. Yeah, they say, you know what? You want free lives? You want unlimited this? Go to this website, and King makes so much fucking money. So so much money. What do you think Apple does after this? takes a hit that's why they're stocked well okay i don't know if apple does it but google play has like the play point reward system or whatever yeah. so when you pay through like <laughs> google pay you get points you can um i think i think apple dro- drops their in. cut to incentivize people not to do this yeah i, I was gonna I, say it's gonna have to change so people yeah still give them money because yeah this is the whole this because then you can now make in-app purchases cheaper yeah so and you I can mean, say i'm gonna be making the same amount of money but i'm gonna make it better for you or you can you could still make it cheaper and make more money and better for the consumer, better yeah. for you, better for the people. Worse for Apple, <laughs> you know. But this is a good. This is good. Yay, rich company wins. Yeah, exactly. But everybody wins on this rich company winning, That's which is true. nice. Even the poor companies win. Exactly, which we'll, is cool. We'll take it. Now it's not for this week in gaming though. This is actually the podcast. Well, this is actually the podcast where we talk about this. This is boss, eh? You said it. Yep. 
<laughs> all right, all right. September yeah. 13th. This week in gaming. September 13th, Mortal Kombat OG, 1993. 93. Borderlands 3. It's I'll been two years already since Borderlands 3. It's too stupid. <laughs> it's kind of crazy that it's been two years since Borderlands 3. That game felt like it came out like last year. I don't know. Last year? I feel like it came and went. I feel like it came out three years ago, bro. Um, bro, you tripping. I did not play it. I did. I played Shadow uh, of a Chance. Good game. Fun. Fun? Mm-hmm, fun because mm-hmm. it was good or fun because you were playing with Chance? Both, bro. All right. It's called the same. September 14th, the original Fable dropped in 2004. Fable. Excuse you. Skate dropped in 2007. Scott, hey. Excuse you. <sighs> Jesus. Okay, whatever. Rock Band 2 dropped in 2008. Played the shit out of that. Uh, yeah. Mario and Luigi. What? What songs are on Rock Band 2? Do you remember? Nope. Mario. Okay. Uh, no, I know. Um, I know. Uh, fucking. Uh, say like say It Ain't So was on there. Say It Ain't. Okay, I'm sorry. Say I'm It Ain't cool. So. Oh, oh. I just remember Rock Band Legos. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's it. Is a heartbreaker. Don't sing the whole thing. Mario <laughs> Luigi, Bowser's Inside Story. Came out in 2009. Halo Reach dropped in 2010. A beloved mm-hmm. game. And uh, FTL Faster Than Light dropped nine years ago. I'm sorry, but the you could put any date on... Okay, skip Fable and Skate. But the rest of these four games you just listed, you could swip swatch their their, their, their dates, yeah. and I would believe any of them. Yeah, I guess I would too. I, I just think it's FTL coming out in 2012 just that feels like so, so long ago. What? Dude, I thought FTL came out like 2015, 2016. You could have told me 2008. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, sure. man. Okay, whatever. September 15th, the original Animal Crossing dropped in 2002. Batman Arkham Asylum in 2009. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 in 2009 as well. Did you tell me those games came out in the same year? And the same day. This is the exact same day? Yeah. And Scribblenauts in 2009 as well, too. What a day, That's dude. a good day. That's a good day. You got... You, you know, on Arkham Asylum in 2009 is like, poor Jesus. Way makes ahead you, of its time. Maybe feels... Yeah, it makes me feel so fucking old. Like 12 years since Arkham Asylum. Jesus. That game still holds up so oh, good. That game is Scribblenauts. Same day. Yep. Oh. Wonderful 101 in 2013. That's a good game. Mm-hmm. Undertale in 2015. Six years since that. Jesus. Divinity Original Sin 2 in 2016. Metroid Samus Returns in 2017. Mm-hmm. September 16th, the original Kingdom Hearts in 2002. Simpsons Bam. Hit and Run the year after in 2003. Due for a re-release. Forced Unleashed in 2008. I'm bringing it back. September 17th, Spider-Man in 2001. Now, okay. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Borderland- I remember that one being good. I don't know. Borderlands 2 in 2012. I remember that one being good. Great. Grand Theft Auto 5, 2013. Since that because fucking game, 2013. Uh, Hades, a year ago. 2020. Congratulations. Game of the year. September 18th, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team in 2006. Is that the OG? Yeah. Mario 3D All-Stars 2020. Been a year since that already. Kind of blows my mind. It's been a year since I 100% of that game. You did. <clears throat> September 19th, Okami in 2006. This is a banging-ass week. This is a good week. <laughs> it's like such a good week. Like, I think the the most underwhelming game here. Skate. Spider-Man. No, Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah. These are all good-ass games, bro. Dude, I... Scroll knots, bro. I kind of... Sorry. This is the week. What can and what's coming out this week? Deathloop, and that's it. Deathloop. Deathloop. I mean, Deathloop's still a high one to add to the yeah, list. Yeah, that's a that's a high bar. That's good. Man, Hades. Yeah, love that game. Now it's time to talk about the games we've been playing. What you been playing? I'm playing. A, I finished Forgotten City, the game I was talking to you about. Yeah. Skyrim did I talk about it a lot last week? You you did. Like a bunch. Of, well, well. How did you enjoy finishing it? How um, was the, the back half. That's good. Uh, the narrative's pretty good. Weird. Very weird. Go some weird places. 
Um, I think Forgotten City is fucking infinitely better than 12 minutes, which wow. is crazy. Story? Just the story? Um, one, the story, easier to digest. The story is better. There's a lot more characters to interact with. It does time looping way better than 12 minutes. It doesn't worry about doing weird shit that doesn't really make a ton of sense in order to skip you being super fucking repetitive. Yeah. Right? You, Let's say, for, about that. so for example, you show up. And you do all these things. Mm-hmm. There's staple things that you need to do to get like further, right? Yeah. And you gonna, but there's still a bunch of branches once you get further. But you don't want to have to do those staple things over and over and over again. Yeah. Well, when you come out of the time portal, there's a guy right there at the front that talks to you. You can say, "Yo, I need you to do these three things. Please do them." And he's like, "I don't know how you know that, but I'm gonna go do them." And he'll just go do them for you, mm-hmm. so you can go do your things. Which doesn't make a ton of sense because you feel like that guy would be like, "What? I'm gonna do this?" But no, he just goes and does them. And then you can go do the other things that come after those things. It's great. It's fucking great. Yeah. It allows you to skip doing things over and over I mean, and over know, and over. I don't know how you work that into 12 minutes. And I maybe you just have an interface. Exactly. Where I just think like, the structure of 12 minutes makes that impossible. Because you're constantly picking up stuff mm-hmm. and like. Yes. And there's. If you skip ahead, you're going to miss something. Yes. Starting over a loop doesn't feel so, like so many times I was like, okay, I think this is good. I'm going to start over. Just killed somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did like the sin and was like, all right. And then started over. But didn't feel like, man, I need, I've i reached the end of this branch. I got to fucking start over. That's, yeah. I never got that feeling. I was like, all right, cool. Start over. And, boom. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then, oh, now I got more options I can tell old dude to go do. Right. Okay. And so it also doesn't worry about like certain like dialogue choices. It's like certain conversations that you've already had. You don't got to have them again. Mm-hmm. It doesn't like make integral structure, like integral things that you need to do conversations and it's a lot easier to skip conversations and most of the conversations you just don't need to have again which is great and fantastic good um and so it skips a lot of that then the narrative is weird and it, it has skyrim jank a lot of skyrim jank because it was ultimately a skyrim mod so there's like weird stuff where like the person walks and you go to talk to them and they're like what was that you know like weird <laughs> shit like that and then there's certain cut corners where like certain things that they say to you we're like, oh, you would only say that if I had done this, which I didn't do in that loop. Mm-hmm. So it kind of doesn't make sense. Or like you're saying something. Well, it's just like a programming error. Yeah, like yeah. you're talking to me like I didn't already do this thing. And so there's like a couple of those things, but it's yeah. like really in the weeds. And it's only made by a few people, so it's understandable. So okay. like, while there's that jank, that jank feels more like charm mm-hmm. and stuff and very easy to overlook. And I thought for $20, real good. Okay. I liked it a lot. Then I also played the Artful Escape this week and finished the Artful Escape as well. Couple hours. Yeah, just two, three hours, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that game, I got interesting things to say about the game. I think that game, as a game, mm-hmm. not good. As an experience, real good. Because it's as like an album experience. Yeah, like it's not really, it's not much of a game. Like you're just walking mm-hmm. and pressing some buttons, and you do a little bit of Simon Says. Mm. And press some buttons. Oh yeah, because you gotta get the creatures that it's like, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. fair. So a little bit of that, uh, and but it's mostly just you're experiencing a story. Okay. I think the biggest draw of this game is it's an audio visual feast. Fun to look at and yes, like with the shit that's going on in the background as mm-hmm. you're, because you can play guitar as you run. Yeah, I remember. or you cannot, mm-hmm. but. But why would you why not? Why do you not? You so you constantly hold an axe and just fucking yeah. shredding as you're like walking across the land. And that also, if like you're playing the guitar, that causes other things to happen in the background. Yeah. So it's really just sit here and look at this cool art piece mm-hmm. and listen to this cool soundtrack and then also have a little bit of narrative. Yeah. 
and just for a few hours, I think it's good. I I've think been, it's, I've been excited to play it since we got to PAX. I, for Game Pass, especially because it's on Game Pass, definitely worth at least trying out. Mm-hmm. Um, I also saved the first four songs of the soundtrack. They're all the folk songs because I thought the folk songs were the best songs. Just me. Mm-hmm. But it was really cool. No I thought the narrative was was cool. Um, but really, yeah, just an audio visual feast. Like you just turn turn up the volume, turn the HDR on, okay. watch the fucking LSD. What's next for you? I don't know. Uh, I Kena, I think. I might okay. replay God of War. Not a bad idea. If yeah. you do, get high before playing Artful Escape. I think I didn't. Oh, I thought you were about to say God of War. No, I didn't get high, but I think it would enhance your experience. Personally, I, I genuinely think being high while playing that game would make it much better. I'll drink some water. Yeah, before good. I do that. Anyway, but yeah, I think I, I might replay God of War and, and Kena on the, on the 21st. Um, I'd encourage you to play it out here and only when I'm out here. But <laughs> so, that might be a little complicated, so don't, <laughs> don't feel like you gotta do that. Okay. And that's well, all I would like that's that. all I played. Well, I guess I played some weird mobile games. I played like some weird, like, what's Battle it? Royale Hold thing. up. It's called Zuba. I'm playing that with my little sister. Some weird ass Battle Royale on mobile. It's terrible, but it's fun to play with Zuba. her. And then I've been, I've been playing fucking Bubble Witch Saga, bro. What's the, the old Bubble Witch, Saga? Bubble Witch Saga was an old Facebook game that Noah reminded me in the lines at Six Flags. Huh? Is it a king game? No, it's a yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's bubble. It's one of those bubble break. Yeah. Well, fucking Noah's, classic. Noah was playing a so classic. Put one shuffle. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's a good game. Yeah. Shuffle's game. Anyway, that's all I played. Not a damn thing. Yeah, I played. You didn't play nothing. I played uh, the Roku app. Yeah. As I start up the TV to, to go watch to Netflix episode of To Walking Dead, which I will talk about tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Nice. Yeah. No video games. I mean, Clash. Yeah. Be getting my base up there. It's really been slowing down. Yeah. I'm having an attack Not often. Zuba. Did you just automatically start up Zuba? I'm, open. I'm checking the war. Are you starting up Clash? I'm just checking the war. See you how the war's going. Okay. Yeah, see how the I haven't attacked going. yet. Um, if you want to join, please. We oh, can use bro. Help. My bro, base got attacked, base got bro. destroyed. Let's check the battle day. Um, no, uh, so he just, he's only done that one attack. So. Okay. We're sitting pretty good. Okay, cool. We're going to win this war. I think we can. But we need your help. Yeah, join the synced up clan, bro. Do it. I, do just you? look up synced up. Um... Hashtag 2QOULRU2Q, and it's the red and white logo. The red and white? Yeah, so join that. It's not red and blue. Well, oh, yeah, it's red and blue. I don't know oh, why okay, I said okay. white. Sorry, it's red and blue. Yeah. We in there, Lucas in there, Chance in there, Mike in there, Jordan mm-hmm. in there, Matt in there, Demi Wit, whoever that Demi is. Demi Wit, the classic. And I play. Some people be coming in, like, we're an active clan. I don't get it. Some people will come in and then leave. And then leave. <laughs> I know, like, why? They you? say hi, I say hi back, and they leave. And then they tip. Um, it makes me so sad. It's so. It's fun though. All right, well, but I'm no games. No games have been upgraded. My shit. No games have been played. Yeah. No. Be- That's it. Once, once my <laughs> Talking Dead mm-hmm. is uh over, hopping back on Psychonauts immediately. Such a good game. I can't yeah. believe we haven't beat that yet. Well, uh, I'm sorry. I've been grabbed. So good. So good. Reader mail now. It's time for yes, reader sir. mail now. You can get your questions read on the show by writing into at gmail.com or the reader mail submissions tab of the Discord, or just like Miguel did, delivering it to our house. Yeah, Miguel did. He's back. Miguel's back. I have missed you, Miguel. What's up, guys? Hope you all had a wonderful Labor Day. After watching Sony's PS5 showcase, uh, mainly one question has been running through my mind. Do you think the devs at Insomniac actually sleep? (laughs) That was, Mm. hey, the the studio that never sleeps. Do you think it's odd that they showed not even a glimpse of Kina? It's out this month and is one of like three console exclusives games they have coming out by year's end. I didn't even think about that. For a more general question, everyone has been talking about that they're... Uh, talking about what their game of the year is so far, but in your opinion, what's the year's worst game up to this point? Mm. P.S. Bayonetta May Cry auto- Automata's Die Twice looks pretty cool. <laughs> Have a great week, uh, Miguel. 
Um, so it doesn't Somniac sleep? No, no, I don't think it's possible. I don't know how, dude. Yeah. Like, um, what is their number? I don't know the numbers. I don't know, but it doesn't make sense. Um, do I think it's weird that we didn't see any Kina? No, I don't think it's weird. Why? Um, well, for the first, for the most, blah, 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 blah. for the first reason, um, I think you're trying to make a very incredibly, uh, with in terms of pacing and structured showcase, I don't think it made a ton of sense to put Kina in there. Um, you're telling me you couldn't have taken out Chia? Nah, bro. Don't shit on Chia, bro. You tell me you I'm couldn't so take out Kid It Am. Nisha. Dude, that was like, it was genuinely like 15 seconds. It was like so fast. But uh, this is your biggest advertisement. But I don't think Kina is really that. I, I maybe And also, Kina maybe is out of marketing money. I really don't think it was that weird that we didn't see Kina. Okay. And I don't think it was that weird that we seen more of Deathloop because you want to show Deathloop off as much as possible considering it's from a studio. They made, a PS, they made an exclusive game for you and is now going to be making only exclusive games for Xbox. So I think it makes sense that they're pushing the shit out of Deathloop. Um, it's also arcane, so. Yeah. But anyway. And then, uh, what is the worst? Was No Straight Roads this year? Let's check. No, NSR had to be last year. Uh, I can check. I can check. I, I keep track. It, but that, no, yeah, that's definitely a year ago. Games played in 2021. Has to be last year. Okay. So, yeah, I think it was last year. Let me check last year's list. Um, D uh, dark, dark Dark Alliance, Dark Alliance. What's it called? Games played in twenty twenty. What's the D and D game? Uh, dark Alliance. Dark Alliance. Darkest Alliance. I don't remember. I Darker Alliance. I think it's Dark. Alliance. <laughs> no Straight Roads was last year. Yeah. Okay. Um. So let me let me check the games we played just this year. Dark Alliance off the top of my head. Games played twenty twenty one. Bad. So I played Ghost Runner. It takes two. Scott Pilgrim. Hitman. You medium. Uh, uh, Outriders. Outriders? Oh, okay. No, no way. Outriders was the worst. It was decent. Um, Maquette was real good. Assuming the bottom is Dark Alliance, whatever game you pick has to be worse than Dark Alliance. Village was, in my no, opinion, quite bad. No way was that worse than Dark Alliance. Though. Fair enough. Lake was pretty bad, but that was just a demo. That was just a demo. Yeah, I think it's darkest. This is just Dark Alliance. Uh, I played Blood Roots, Tom Crops. Mm. The ascent was fucking bad, in my opinion. Dark Alliance was worse. I think Dark Alliance was worse. Back for Blood, I did not enjoy, but it was just a beta, beta so beta, I can't really, yeah. can't really say that. Got to be Dark Alliance. Yeah, Dark Alliance for sure. That I know Spencer was, will disagree, but that game was dog. He will disagree just for the sake of disagreeing. Yeah. I think he'd have to agree. Trash, at the end of the day. God damn, that game was that bad. That game is so, <laughs> yeah, so bad. Good to hear from you, Miguel. Fielding also wrote in, hey guys, I've got a moral dilemma here. More information has come out regarding the next Call of Duty, and I'm actually kind of excited for it. The return to the World War II era in the new Modern Warfare engine seems like a win, but my issue with buying COD Vanguard is supporting Activision with my purchase. I don't want to condone awful business practices and workplace harassment. Putting more money into Bobby Kotick's pocket is the last thing I want to do, but at the same time, I feel like there are a lot of innocent programmers, designers, and artists who are just trying to make a living, and they'd most likely be the ones punished if a game didn't sell well. I'm conflicted. What's your guys' take on this? Buy used. Uh, sure, you can buy used. I guess that's a way to do it. Um, if you don't buy physical and you buy digital, th this know. this is a complicated issue. So, this is how I feel about it. So, I'm personally not gonna buy Call of Duty Vanguard. Um, I probably wasn't gonna buy Call of Duty Vanguard anyway, because of Battlefield. There's like it's a it's a packed ass. It's mm -hmm. packed ass. Uh, winter and Battlefield out this year, and I've always preferred Battlefield to Call of Duty. So, I was always gonna play Battlefield over Call of Duty. Chances really into COD, so we might have still copped it anyway. But I'm definitely not going to cop it at this point. Um, I don't feel. Like, I should support that. Um, but that's the thing, though. This is like a weird argument. This is like a weird thing. This is a weird discussion to have because I think it's your own personal thing, what you want to do. If you buy Call of Duty Vanguard, do I think you're an asshole? No. 
If I buy Call of Duty Vanguard, you shouldn't think I'm an asshole. But I don't want to buy it, and I don't want to condone that. But I'm not going to push that onto the other people because I can. I understand that Call of Duty means a lot to a lot of people. It's a fun game, a lot of experiences with their friends. Um, even my friend Ben has talked about, like, damn, I didn't realize it was, like, all of that crazy stuff happening at Activision. I don't want to support it, but, like, this is, like, the only game that me and my friends play, and we play it all year, you know? Yeah. And so it's, like, a complicated issue. Um, I don't want to put money in Bobby Kotick's pocket. Bobby Kotick is going to line his pocket with the same amount of money regardless of how much COD makes, he's just going to fire people. Um, so you're not going to do that. It's, it's, just, it's Bobby Kotick. He, he's, he's, a, he's a dick bag, and he's going to continue to give himself million-dollar bonuses regardless of what money you put into it. So I don't think you shouldn't do it because of that reason. Um, I understand, like, don't want to support uh, awful business practices and workplace harassment, but there are lots of innocent programmers, designers, and artists who are just trying to make a living. Um, you buying the game will have no... Can, I think you should more ask yourself because regardless they're going to either get paid what they're going to get paid and they're going to get fired or they're not going to get most of the time they're going to get fired that's just the nature of these things they hire they hire they hire they hire they get to 600 700 800 people on a team then they fire back down to 300 when they start the new game and then they get it built up and then they hire they hire they hire and then as soon as it's released they fire that, that's just the thing that normally happens so they're going to get paid regardless of you buy the game or not they will get paid I think you should ask yourself more, do I not want to support this shitty company more than I want to experience what uh, hundreds of people put their heart and soul into in this art thing that they want you to enjoy? Because ultimately, these gameplay designers and these people that made this game, they want you to play it and they want you to enjoy it. So you got to find a balance there in your mind of which do you do. Um, like Mike said, buying used I think is a good way because you know you no longer support the, the 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 company, but you still get to experience the thing. So mm -hmm. buying used, but let's say you have you're a digital only guy, you don't want to buy physical. You know that's something that's completely up to you. I won't be buying the game. Um, I'm sure Mike won't be buying the game. No, and I I agree with the thing of like, it's if this was like a more. If this was like an indie team with more like a uh, a fifty person team or something, yeah, like then that, your your purchase is a lot more. Your impactful. purchase matters. This is caught. It's not gonna flop whether you purchase it or not. Yeah, it's, it it is impossible for this game to flop. Um, so like your purchase dictating, um, whether a dev gets paid or not, it's just not, it's not a thing. thing. Which is sad that we don't have that kind of influence, yeah. but you on, on something like COD, you don't. Yeah. Um, not at all. I think just buy used if you can. Yeah. That's what I would do. And if you ultimately buy new, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah. It just, if, if that's something that you get a lot of enjoyment out of and you want to support what they made, also more power to you. So, yeah. um, that's just where I'm at. That's it I for agree. this episode. <laughs> My throat was closing. That's it for this episode of the Synced Up Podcast. Thank you for watching or listening. Um, go to youtube.com slash sync the podcast drop us a sub over there drop us some likes too on a couple vids that'd be nice leave some comments leave some comments rating and reviews in the places you know support us on patreon at patreon.com slash synced up where for five dollars you get access to the post show that we're about to do right right now in a few minutes if you After didn't this. do that we still love you we do. and we'll see you tomorrow or next week what if you we did can? do that we'll see you in a few minutes goodbye goodbye <laughs>